0: Hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug episode 388 on Monday the 18th of April 2016. I am your host Stephen Lane. Welcome to this week's In My Mug. Of course there would be a news and there would be all the focus ons and things like that, but as you can tell I'm not in my roastery. If I was, this roaster would be red, not a turquoisey green. Um, I'm currently in Sweden and I've been spending a lot of time here as I'm uh, invested in the company here, um, which I'm uh, I'm supporting. And working very closely with and spending lots of time coming across uh, which meant that this week I didn't have a chance record in my mug in the studio uh, and being as though last week's one was so popular because it was so short I thought why don't I do that again um, so we're gonna get straight into the coffee this week's coffee is an old favorite it is called Finca Loesa, uh, Finca Loesa comes from the town of Caranavi uh, in Bolivia where lots of our amazing coffees come from it is a washed coffee and it's a peepery coffee, um, peepery very, very simple little less in impibris here. In a coffee cherry, you have two seeds, one seed either side. These seeds are formed by pistols that come through. They're not real, but they're like pistols that fire. So that's why they're called pistols, and they form seeds. And normally, in most cherries, you will get two seeds, and that will shape the seeds the way they are. So the flat part is where the seeds have been together, and the rounder parts are the outside of the cherry. What happens sometimes, in around about 5 to 20%, depending on the varietal, um, those pistols will misfire, one of them will misfire and just one seed will be created. Because there's no pressure to force them together like that, they tend to form in this little P shape, little round shape. And if you've got the coffee, you'll understand completely what I mean. Um, What this does, according to some people, is that you get a fuller, more complete, more delicious coffee, um, it is more intense. I disagree completely. I've tasted some delicious peabries. I've tasted some peabries that I didn't think were so good. But of course, this week's is a delicious one. It comes from a friend called Felicio Ramos uh, Arequipa, um, who runs the farm, right about 10 miles outside of Caranave, up the hills, into the mountains, which you'll see in the map bit in a little while. He runs it with his wife, uh, Tomosa, um, and their five children. Um, and uh, it's around about 10 hectares inside. Uh, Feliciano started about like eight years ago, coffee growing, where he rented a farm and he was growing coffee there. He enjoyed it so much, felt it was his calling that he ended up buying the current farm that he has. Now the farm doesn't have a name. Finkaloesa comes from the canton, the little region, the little packet of land that the, uh, the the farm's based in. So we call it Finkaloesa, uh, Felicio Gramos and Hebrew Washed, which is a big long name, But, um, This is very normal in Bolivia. Farms quite often don't get named. You think of somewhere like David Vilca, um, and there's many other examples of this. But the Waisa is probably the closest part. Um, The farm has around about eight hectares of coffee on it. The other two hectares, they grow vegetables and fruit and food for the family. Um, It's around about 1625 meters above sea level. I know, because I had my altimeter when I was there, and did the actual altimeters. Um, So yes, that's that's that part. There's a bit of sad news to go with this one. Feliciano has been finding it much harder to grow the coffee on the farm. Uh, Leaf rust, uh, lowering yields, uh, crop disappearing, um, has meant that uh, Feliciano doesn't have uh, the same yield and the same crops that he used to. Um, So in this lot there are some family members from Louisa as well that have also uh, put into it. But also, it means that he's not able to live on the farm anymore. Uh, him and his wife and his children have had to get a house in Cannon Harvey so they can work as well as manage the farm. Uh, obviously, coffee growing on such a small plot isn't a, uh, a 24-hour-a-day job, so lots of, they've got jobs now in the town as well, particularly his wife, and he's had to manage the farm much more. It's a problem and um, it's a problem because i think part of the lowering yields is because of this um, but it's that which comes first you know do you spend the time on the farm and try and increase the yields and um, you know we're trying very much with Feliciano to uh, help him by paying a higher price and our Bolivians this year have been crazy expensive but even that doesn't really make a difference when your yields are dropping so much um, we've also a uh, part of the program that we did last year where we paid uh, i think it was 20 cents extra per pound um, to the import the exporter so we could uh, have an agronomist fly in and help and certainly some of that advice has helped things like uh, how to increase his yield how to prune, how to treat leaf rust uh, and all of those things um, but it's a sad sad state of affairs at the minute in Bolivia because this is something that's just happening and we're really in danger of losing it as an origin um, let's go do that not saying the words to that while listening to the music if you've heard the words one. You can't. It's impossible. Well, welcome to the map bit. We are zooming up and we are going across the Atlantic Ocean and we're going to South America and... Probably my favourite country in South America. Um, we're going to focus down on Bolivia, so let's get down and zoom onto it. Now we've bought a lot of coffees from Bolivia, not just this year, but every year. Um, my interesting fact is about three percent of Bolivia's Bolivia's land is arable; the rest of it. It's just, nothing grows. There's a part of the Delta Plana where bacteria doesn't even live. Um, but we're going down and we're going to go and have a look at Lulueza. But what I'm showing you first of all is Karanavi. And just so you get an idea of the typography from Cariko to Karanavi, it's such a mountainous, beautiful country. Um, so you're 1,525 metres in Carico, and you go... Up and then you go back down again. Um, it really is just absolutely crazy elevations. Um, but what we're going to do is going to swizzle round. You like my little swizzle rounds. Um, so you see Belinda here, and what I'm going to show you is the distance from Belinda. From there's Karen Harvey, and then if we zoom down. Just in the distance, in fact, you can't quite see it. So let's kind of hopefully zoom across. There we go. I'm going to zoom across, and there we are, to Laiza. So you can see um, exactly where it is in relation to everywhere else. I mean, just look at those mountain ranges. So that's the Andean mountain range um, that I harp on about so much, um, and the Caranavi Circle that we buy all this amazing coffee from. So let's just have a whiz round. And then we're going to... Uh, what am I doing here? Wow, I'm scrolling around like an idiot. Let's go back down, zoom back around, and you can see that's a mountain and snow. Hey, let's go up. So you can see the circle there. This is the circle of farms that we buy from around Karanavi. Um, it is just an amazing country with amazing coffee and an amazing map bit. A very cool map bit. I love it when I've been somewhere and I can actually have the coordinates. So... Um, I have a delicious coffee, I'm not actually going to wrap you on pause for the first time ever. I have the coffee here. Frida, who uh, works with us here at uh, Drop Coffee, is very kindly made this for me. So, I am very grateful. So, we should get into this coffee. I'm only having it brewed today because, well, yeah, I'm on tour. That's what happens when I'm on tour. Um, This is a very, very good espresso, and I think it's a very good espresso because of its uh, complexity and acidity. You will find something different in it every time. It's also a fantastic filter. The filter, for me, reminds me very much of cherry cola. So it's got that sweet, sticky mouth feel to it, but there's a real cherry. But it's not like a fresh cherry, it's one of those false cherry flavours. Um, One of the other scripts I love using for this coffee, it has like a key lime pie acidity. Um, It's very specific, but the first time I cooked it I felt that, the second time I cooked it I felt that, and even now when I'm drinking it I can definitely taste that. Um, It's changed a little this year, as in there's a little bit more dark chocolate. It was milk chocolate last year, it's definitely changed into dark chocolate um, for the sweetness, uh, and it finishes very much on that, and again with a little bit of like a burnt caramel kind of toffee kind of flavour to it. Um, it's a delicious coffee. I hope that you're enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying these short ones on tour. Um, I'm going to wrap up because I think we've just had people come. Coming. We're coming to do a course today, and I don't want to look like a weirdo, even though I look like a weirdo because I'm talking to a, a camera. Um, but do remember, life is definitely too short for back.